0: Hello, my worship listeners. Welcome back to Worth 365 Podcast, where I am the host, Sheila Rose. Today, our topic is, give yourself a break. Today, we have a special guest. But before I introduce our special guest, let me share our positive affirmation for today. Our positive affirmation is, I forgive those who have harmed me in my past. And peacefully detach from them. Our empowerment nugget will be three ways to change your inner boy. And I received this information off of HuffPost, Huffington Post. So if you want to follow up after the podcast and check it out, you can go there and and listen and I'm and read it. So, first of all, one of the first ones of three ways to change your inner voice would be forgive yourself and forgive others. Most of the time, we use words not to communicate with someone, but to affirm our deepest hurt, to help us to move on from those past hurts. By forgiving, you release your past and live in the now which enables you to communicate authentically. Two, tell yourself that you are fine just as you are. Often, the unkind words level at others are to help you feel better about yourself. You don't have to make others feel bad in everyday life so that you can feel just find yourself you can feel fine just as you are without making someone else feel bad three turn unkindness into something beautiful remove those dirty spectacles try to see with your heart the goodness in people and you will see it you will see it you see, try to see the goodness in people, you will see it. But it's only when you see the goodness of others that you see it in yourself. So try praising others. Cut out the harsh judgment and criticism because in time, the praise will become you. So... Think about those three things on how you can change your inner voice. Now, I wanted to introduce our guest, and her name is Brandy Batten. Um, I thank you, Brandy Batten, for joining us today. And could you share with our audience a little information about yourself?
1: Sure, absolutely. Um, first and foremost, thank you for having me. Um, so, I'm a Tennessee native. Um, I was raised and educated in three different states, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Alabama. Um, I'm a music-loving, nerdy, (laughs) introverted mental health professional, and I also love learning, but I am also very dedicated to educating others about mental health via podcasts like this and YouTube. So I have my own YouTube channel, um... Which was birthed through conversation about how, many, how not many Black mental health professionals have a big presence on platforms regarding mental health. Um, again, I love to educate others. Uh, hence the name of my YouTube channel, which is Brainwashed. Uh, the ED in Brainwashed is capitalized to emphasize the importance of education regarding mental health. So, um, professionally, I am working towards licensure, I'm pretty pretty close. I'm hoping by the end of the summer this year, I will obtain my licensure and start working as what I feel is <laughs> a real professional. And of course, the master's levels are professionals also, but the accolades behind licensure. And those that have gone through licensure processes, you know how difficult and long it is. So that's what I mean by a real professional. Um, So that's kind of a little bit about me. Also, I am your podcast host niece. Her favorite one, exact, to be exact. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, know, you know, if he ever hears this... <laughs> um but no just um i am her niece and i thank you for the opportunity to share with others and thank you for doing this to share with others as well
0: thank you yes um i think it's very important that we empower others that is just something about empowerment that means everything to me it's like if you have that knowledge, please, by any means, share it with others. And even if it's just
1: yeah. your everyday
0: life experiences, there's other people that go through the things that, that you may have gone through and, and need to know, hey, there's help out there, or hey, I have a solution that this may work for you as well. And that was what, one of the reasons why I wanted to you know, start my podcast and also to reach out to those individuals who have knowledge and um, can share that with, that are willing to be transparent and share their um, everyday experiences with other people. Mm -hmm. So for you, you know, our topic today is getting stuff a break. Of course, I shared at least three three ways to change your inner voice. And um, I asked you on here because I know that you are a um, mental health professional. And um, I wanted you to share um, maybe some of your experiences of giving yourself a break and how you may have been harsh about some things in your life and then you made the decision to give yourself a break um, as well as how you can help others on a mental health level how they can release them, their themselves with some of the things that, they, that hold them down and you know as you know we are always our worst critic we're always harder on, our, harder on ourselves than other people are Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I talk about for forgive yourself and forgive others. And so I've learned that forgiveness is for you and not the other person. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. On forgiveness or giving yourself well, a break? On
0: forgiveness and giving yourself because being forgiving, forgiving is like giving yourself a break, because sometimes we hold ourselves down on that. Of forgive, you know, not forgiving, Um, and which means we're not giving ourselves a break. If that makes sense to you, (laughs) yeah,
1: sure. Um, I think one of the first things is being honest with ourselves, Um, because if we're not honest with ourselves, we can't move forward. And whatever the situation is that is ailing us, it will continue to pop up because we're suppressing and not processing. Um, So I think it goes back to self-care, which isn't just massages and (laughs) and pedicures, manicures, haircuts, you know, the physical things that we do to upkeep ourselves but also the emotional and mental part of self-care which can be therapy which can be journaling meditation exercise yoga those kinds of things um will in turn help us to give ourselves an emotional break or just a break from life in general um but in terms of forgiving oneself in reference to to giving ourselves a break we also have to give ourselves room and the permission to feel whatever it is that we're feeling and not run the other way when we're uncomfortable um because again when we suppress feelings they're just going to resurface and then we'll be kind of in it's the really emotional cycle um for example there was a situation that I was surefire over <laughs> through college and then made it to grad school. And I decided to go to therapy for fun. Um, that sounds crazy, but I did. <laughs> um, that was my initial thought that it would be fun. Because, you know, I, I planned to do this for a gr- large portion of my life to other people. So I wanted to know what it mm-hmm. felt like. And so there was some things. <clears throat> and there's one situation in particular where I thought, that I had forgiven myself for putting myself in such a ridiculous situation um and I was convinced that this is cool but I talked about it in therapy and I was like yeah but I'm fine so I just wanted to like you know give my therapist a background as to like some of the patterns that had I had been uh living I guess (laughs) or thinking about before I started therapy so that you know she can help me along self-discovery and self-forgiveness and things and so probably months later she just was like I'm just going to confront your behavior and just call it out (laughs) and that experience opened my eyes to the necessity of self-awareness and putting work behind Self, self-awareness because it's one thing to be self-aware but there needs to be work behind that self-awareness and that's where we get into forgiving ourselves but one thing I always tell my clients is no matter what we are learning or unlearning or who we're forgiving have patience with yourself that's another thing um, be self-compassionate healing isn't linear give yourself a break literally because like you said we we are our worst critics of ourselves and we can throw pity parties like no other we can just wallow in our sorrows um and and not really properly heal because we're not allowing ourselves to and so self-awareness and self-compassion patience and allowing yourself to feel and do the work outside of someone's office if you don't have access to therapy not everybody does not saying that therapy is the only way to self-forgiveness but read self-help books um do some introspection journal write things out explore your feelings and try to get to the bottom of why you're feeling the way you're feeling but in the midst of all that it's okay to have days where we just don't feel like doing the work that's okay because we need emotional rest too so we can't spend every single day um with dolls that are consuming us and and um, and what's the word I'm looking for? And, um, disabling us from normal functioning. Um, that's what we don't want. Um, so those are some things that we can do to at least start the journey of self-forgiveness and giving ourselves a break emotionally. I
0: like that. So, giving yourself a break is almost like, um, using the power of self-compassion having self-compassion for yourself
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: yeah Yeah. a lot of times we don't we have it for others but we don't have it for ourselves
1: yeah which I think is uh, a bizarre thing because we should have compassion for ourselves but I think uh, we in the western culture at least We put so much emphasis on you should do this and you should do that. And we put pressure on ourselves and then that makes us anxious and then we just get overwhelmed and we don't do what we set out to do and then we feel like a failure and then it's just a vicious cycle of self-deprecation, honestly, self-sabotaging. And like you said about... um, Changing your inner voice, your inner thoughts—that's uh, a form of self-care or giving yourself a break as well. Because positive self-talk or affirmations and um, manifesting is the are the popular terms these days. Um, those are big things that can empower you to propel you forward to self-forgiveness and not even just if forgiveness definitely is for you. But if you have other people that you're in need of forgiving so that you can fully heal, it should propel you forward to do that as well.
0: I totally, I totally agree. With that. Cause I believe that sometimes um, when we're hurting and we haven't forgiven another person, Mm-hmm. I don't think we realize that um, that person has moved on with their life and we're still holding on to something that person is yeah, going on, living it, living their life every day, no cares in the world, not thinking twice about
1: yes. the situation
0: that caused you to to um, hold this hurt. Because when you hold that hurt, it sets you back in so many ways. I, sometimes you just, I used to think that just you know, I'm hurt and whatever, and I'll be okay. But
1: like mm-hmm. you said,
0: that, that pain manifests inside of us and it can and affect us mentally, physically, even spiritually. I never thought of that. Mm-hmm. Until- yes. <laughs> so it, and it affects in so many ways. And so I think that's what people need to understand that uh, forgiveness is for you. You need to be able to heal and move forward with your life and give yourself a break.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's forgiveness yeah. is a funny thing.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: So um, I think also one of the things that I that I want to know, you said something about processing. Um, that I guess processing your maybe your hurt, your pain, or whatever they call it.
1: Um, Emotions. Yes
0: and Mm -hmm.
1: is that something
0: that is done over time
1: um yeah it's something that most people are not taught or even because you know we are creatures of habit meaning we have to have learned something something has to be taught or observed in order for us to implement something right um so if for example if you look at a toddler and see how they go about their life. They're watching everything around them and they're just emulating everything that they see and hear. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just life and that's how it goes. And we do that from the time that we're infants to the time that we unfortunately may see the grave. And so everything is a process and learning to process your emotions yes it does take time um it is uncomfortable probably every time you have to actually physically or emotionally rather um process your emotions um but that's where things like coping skills and um coping mechanisms come into place so that we can as comfortably as possible process our emotions. And one thing about processing emotions is we have to know what we're feeling before we can get into anything. So if you were never afforded the opportunity to build an emotional vocabulary or um, learn to identify what you were truly feeling, that's really hard. And you'll take that into all of your relationships, platonic, professional, romantic, um, it, family relationships. That's hard because that it then creates barriers and communication and people likely don't want to be around people that just kind of harbor emotions or fester, let them fester. And then they just blow up. And those are like the kids where we see they can't self-regulate. So something, even the smallest thing on the outside looking in, the smallest thing, let's say that they're in school and there's this kid that has the inability to uh, self-regulate emotionally or self-soothe. Let's say something happened at home before they got an argument with their parents and they were still kind of heated about that they went on to school and sarah joe drops her pencil and joseph just loses it and you're just like what in the world happened but because they can't identify what they were feeling before all of that pent-up emotion that they, they, they don't know where to place is projected onto other things or other people and so when we don't know how to acknowledge those things or don't know what it is that we're feeling it makes life really hard and so I think it's just important to be able to or learn to identify your feelings um and when we are we can identify what it is that we're feeling, then we can acknowledge it and we can honor it. And by honor it, I mean let it happen. Every emotion has a beginning, middle, and end. So even if it does escalate very quickly, it's still going to come back down and end. Um and so we honor it by Allowing ourselves to feel. Instead of I'll deal with this later. Or it's not a big deal. But it's consuming your thoughts. For the rest of the day. And nobody really knows. Um, And then lastly. After honoring your feeling. We go back to acknowledging. And responding. So we acknowledge what happened. We acknowledge how we felt. And then when we have honored it and process it we can give a response instead of a reaction does that make sense it
0: does make sense so mm, you said response instead of reaction so we're reacting it on something reacting reaction on something is that we're not thoroughly thinking about it
1: yes okay. yes you're not considering all parts of the the vehicle if you will
0: right that makes sense. well yeah I I like that I'm learning some things myself I, I know some things but I can always learn things and that's just and that's the power of sharing and um and actually getting information from people so that you can actually share that information with someone else and that's empowering to me because as I do my podcast I learn something each time from Mm -hmm. from my guests and it's very and 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 it's very helpful
1: so glad to be a part
0: and I appreciate that Mm -hmm. so I I read something and I just want to get your feedback and um from a research about um, why self-compassion trumps self-esteem and I read some research from the hmm. Neff and she reveals that the benefits of going easy on yourself is less anxiety less conflict and more peace of mind what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's the exact opposite I think initially we may feel that sense of relief but again when we suppress they just resurface And so um, you said self So what it said
0: is that she was saying why self-compassion trumps self-compassion
1: Yes, that's the part I was trying to recollect.
0: Yes. She was trying to say the research that reveals that the benefits of going easy on yourself would be less anxiety, less conflict and more peace of mind.
1: Now. Oh okay so the benefit of giving yourself a break
0: yes okay and having a yes. passion for yourself is like it trumps self esteem because you 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 the would be less anxiety less conflict and more peace of mind
1: sure i don't think that it should necessarily trump it however i can see where it would provide some level of comfort um Be self-confident and have. Oh, I think it's okay to be self-confident and mm-hmm. um, self-compassionate at the same time. Because sometimes we can get, <laughs> as humans, we can get a little, a little pig-headed, a little arrogant from time to time. Um, and a lot of times we tend to attach our self-worth and our self-esteem to accolades and accomplishments, which which I think, okay. and it's really hard to detach that because you're like, man, I did this. I accomplished that. And uh, I have these letters behind my name because I did that. Um, mm-hmm. But... It's it's okay to acknowledge, yeah, I did that, but I really struggled. I accomplished this, but I was insecure about it the whole time. I graduated and it took me two more years, but that's okay. Like we can give ourselves a break and acknowledge the hardships that come with self-esteem and and having it be high or having a good level of self-esteem or self-confidence. The two can coexist. But initially, yes, I do agree that it can trump self-esteem or self-compassion can trump self-esteem as it relates to Less anxiety and having a sense of relief. So I agree to a certain extent, but I believe they can coexist as well.
0: That that makes sense the way you explained that, and I'm I'm glad you shared that that they can coexist because it's like you can't some some things you can't have sure. without the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and listening to you sh- and listening to you sharing that. I like how you said that they could both coexist because a lot of times we do um we go we we make it through certain things and that's even just through life and there's certain situations and I made it here or I do that but like you said what what did it take for me to get here and it's okay to acknowledge Mm -hmm. I failed a couple of times there's people that are billionaires that they had to fail before they really was successful right exactly exactly And I know people do. I mean, mm-hmm. accolades are wonderful. But they're that they're they're they are that they are they they do not exist True. by themselves. Like, yeah. That, that's how oh. I feel. Because like you said, it takes something you have to go through something sometimes to get there. Everything is never gonna be perfect. And I think that's the the thing that I like the most is that we can talk about those things and know that even though I'm here, it took me here to get there. And and I love hearing that. So as I go through different things that I'm trying to do in my life, I'm able to say that I had to go through this before I yeah. could get there. And then let people know, it's not always, the grass is not green on the other side, thinking because I have all this or this person has this, yes. it took something to get there. People think it's, whoa, they got such and such and such and such, but it doesn't, it's not always like that. I like to hear the story behind how did you get, mm-hmm. what did you go through? What happened? You know, that as I'm going through my, my process of what I'm doing in my life and I'm to get to where you are, you're going to be real with me and let me know. Yes. The reward at the end it, is wonderful, but there's some things along the way that happened mm-hmm. before I Absolutely. got there. so that just still takes me back to what my podcast is just about sharing and empowering others and providing information and letting you know you're not alone and if I can get through this or this person can get through that mm-hmm. you can do it as well and just like you are here to share these stories, this information uh, testimonies, whatever you want to call them that you can make it through it as well it may not be easy but there is a rainbow sometimes. There's always a rainbow at the end mm-hmm. of a storm. So. Yes. Indeed. That's exactly what the audience tonight. I like that. Well, Brandy, <laughs> who calls herself my favorite niece. <laughs> 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 to my audience is listening, Amber and Brandy are sisters, and I definitely never say which one's my favorite i just say they both are and they always tell me i have to choose but
1: why do i have to choose because we know deep down inside should... that it's me i'm just kidding i'm kidding
0: <laughs> it is both of you isn't that sure. wonderful i'm always have the exception to be different so it's both of you but I appreciate you um, coming on my um, podcast. Once again, can you share share the other things
1: that you're doing out there um, on the wonderful <laughs> yes. internet? Again, uh, thank you for having me. And um, I do have a YouTube channel. I say that at the beginning. Uh, it's called Brainwashed with a capital E-D on the end of the word for imp- emphasis on education about mental health Um, subscribe like comment and share with friends and family we're coming up on a year in April so hope to get to maybe 250 subscribers we may have a little giveaway when we reach that number so yeah so um, you can also follow the Instagram page for that which is brain dot underscore washed no instagram is really (laughs) people choose names and then it's gone when you're trying to make a page but that's why it's kind of funky there (laughs) but brain period or dot underscore
0: any other um yes actually you know? so Randy did we lose you Well, listeners
1: i think we may have lost hopefully plenty, you can still hear me um I just it trying to reconnect but oh, we can... are dropping a family group podcast um with miss sheila and her daughter and my sister and our dear family friend alex
0: Apologize, we were having technical difficulties, but as Brandy was saying, the new podcast is called Group Chat Teen, and it's a family podcast where we cover hot topics. It will be dropping this Friday at noon, and we will put a link online at Group Chat underscore on Instagram. Once again, that's G R O U P C H A T E A I N G underscore on Instagram. And as I always say, and don't you ever forget, you are worth it 365 days of the year.